Our limitations, self-doubt, and limiting beliefs about ourselves. Why do we give them so much power? I'm Simon Caruso, and this is the Limitless Man Podcast, speaking to those who doubted their own doubts and overcame limitations to pursue their very own limitless potential. Hey guys, welcome to another episode of the Limitless Man podcast. So today's guest has started a movement called Autism Rocks and Rolls. He was diagnosed with autism from the age of four and his goal really is to take away the stigma of autism and show that people diagnosed with autism aren't broken. Sam Mitchell, welcome to the podcast, man. Hey, thanks for letting me be here, brother. It's good to be here. It's good to have you, man. Good to have you. I always love giving people an opportunity just to tell their story. It's a pretty big movement that you're starting, and it's an awesome one. You're going to impact a lot of lives, and I'm sure you already have. So just tell us the lead up from when you were a young child going through school, how all this came about, man. All right. I'm going to tell you what I know. So uh, I was diagnosed at age four. Based on what I know, I didn't like fireworks and just didn't like really loud noises and had classic symptoms of 101 autism I was told through a book and through my school was very difficult times I got excluded a lot I got bullied as a child and so the bullying has stuck with me to this day I mean I've let most of it go but it still stuck with me but I think after 16 years during the sophomore year the bear I guess finally roared and he was done dealing with others basically crap and I decided I was going to change my ways of life by finding who I was and making that happen because I was going to make myself happy. I mean, I knew I was a people pleaser for most of my life, but yeah, people pleasing didn't really go out way. So I went the other way and just made myself happy and try to make others still happy, but try to make everyone else happy as much as I could, but still having my own personal thoughts. Yeah. Tell us about some of those challenges, man, like going through school, what sort of, you know, what sort of challenges did you have? Obviously you said, you mentioned getting bullied before. So did it get really nasty? Did it get physical? It never got physical. It probably did during elementary school, but not too bad during middle and high. It was just verbal abuse, really. And it really did kind of tear me down because as we all know, words are very powerful things, as my latest guest said. Yeah. So, yeah, it didn't like tear, it didn't get physical, but it definitely tore me down. Yeah. How did you get back back on my feet for a while? How did you get past it? How did you pick yourself up? Do you remember going through a process? Was there a turning point? Did you just come to a realization at all? That sophomore year was my realization. And I don't know how I got through it in the early days, to be honest with you. I question that to this day. Yeah. Yeah. Can you define autism like in your words for our listeners, especially for those that aren't familiar with it? Because often people t- talk in terms of being on the spectrum. Like, What are some of the traits and how do you define it like personally? Well, I mean, there's a lot of views, but I give both. Society's view is it's a neurological condition where they show the social cues and other aspects of life. My view is just a different way of thinking. Yeah, and what's your view? My view is a, a different way of thinking. thinking. Yeah, okay. Yeah, that's my that's full it. Pledge. Yeah, let's talk about the stigma then, because you started this movement. 
if I'm not wrong, to just get rid of the stigma, to educate people. Is that why you started this? Yeah, that was the main reason to eradicate the stigma of, of autism, that we can't do anything, that we're bedridden, where we where instead yeah. of saying, oh, so sorry that they're autistic, it should be, oh, okay, cool. Yeah. Or whatever. Or, oh my God, that's amazing. But I try to make it as inclusive as I can. So it's not just yeah. autism. I'm like a disability disease mental health advocate because I might as well battle through mental health issues such as anxiety, depression. I think I have some OCD traits in me. Yeah. Uh, so I totally get and sympathize with mental health and how it has can affect someone because I'll be honest, mental health is beautiful some days, but then some days it's a pain in the butt when you have anxiety, depression, or another mental health disorder such as OCD or schizophrenia. Yeah. Or a disease that my mother has an S. Yeah. You're a young man, 20 years of age. When did you get inspired to start this movement? When did it kick off and how did you go about starting it? Well, Star Trek joined my high school's media club, and that was kind of like pre-podcast. Autism Rocks World wasn't born yet, but I did it in my school's podcast along with my some of my other peers. We did Thundercast together, and I still need to go look and see some new ones that new one, new people did. But anyway, um, I decided to start my own podcast because I want to continue my media skills. Now the only I knew how to, to continue my podcast skills and media skills. So that's when I decided to create Autism Rocks and Rolls. Has it, how's it changed your life, Sam? It's changed my life because I always complain to my parents, like, I need a life, I need a life, I need a life. Because I always thought I'd be in the basement playing video games after Taekwondo, which I'm a black belt Taekwondo, and I finally had a purpose then, but when it and then I got burnt out on it, I was doing nothing but literally playing video games on the school and be like, eh, okay, might as well try to sign something to do, which is that or whatever. Yeah. You probably guess why I'm hinting, but but finding this, ironically, involving this sort of, is now kind of giving me a chance to do something. And it gives me an opportunity to help to help someone or help multiple people, which I've always wanted to help people, but I never got the opportunity to do that. Through the podcast, Sam, have you created your own programs? Like, are you helping people through coaching or anything like that? Like, Is that a thing that you're looking at doing or are doing at the moment? Not at the moment, no. We offer podcast coaching. You want to count that. Okay. We also get clients, but we got one. Yep. And we offer other services. We have a nonprofit. I have a nonprofit. We have a board of five. And I do things here and there. I'm a speaker. I've spoken at Oklahoma, Orlando, and Canada. And I actually do some virtual ones. I just did a virtual summit last week, I think. Yeah, it was last week. And I have another one coming up Wednesday. So definitely trying to get myself out there. Tell us about the speaking. Like, What do you generally talk about? Is there a theme to your message? Is there is it structured ind- independently for depending on who you're talking to? How does that all yeah. work, man? Well, we have a foundation, but we tweak it up a bit. So one of them was just telling my story and the success of it. One was just a five-minute talk about my story, and I was on a panel. And then... Mom was called Asset Assisted Special Education Technology. There's a why technology can be helpful on the spectrum. And I have my own views on it. I think it can be both. But again, that's just my view. But that was what 
that one was about. And this one at 44 Virtual Summit was you could tell your story, but a, a lot of people were doing it. And I thought that was kind of boring. So what I mm. decided it was to, to tell my story, but in an analogy form. And my analogy form I used was out of everything in this world, Scooby-Doo. <laughs> you have everything in this world, Scooby-Doo. Yep. Out of everything in this world, you think of, oh, it'd be video games. Oh, it would be professional wrestling. Oh, it would be maybe even a box. Nope. Scooby-Doo. Scooby-Doo. Do you get paid to speak now? Because initially, uh, when you start anything, it's it starts off as a thing and you rock up and you do it. But are people actually reaching out now and starting to pay? Yeah. I mean, we get, it's here and there. We got paid with Oklahoma. We got paid over, I think, over a thousand or something like that. Yeah. And sometimes I'll get accepted into it. Sometimes I just get hurt and we think it's really cool and we'll do it. We have the nonprofit and we make, money through the events i know in april we're having a gala so that'll be like a huge revenue maker but i'll also say probably through that we'll do something good with it as well and i get paid monthly monthly i get paid 500 dollars a month so that's yeah. kind of nice and probably what i do with that money is taking it to do something good yeah yeah what about the guests that you have on like who who do you attract to come on and who would you say has impacted you the most on your podcast, on your show? Well, I mean, I'm trying to make it with autism is probably the main guest. I've had big guests like Dr. Temple Grand, professional wrestlers, Mick Foley. But because of not just the autism, I try to make it, as I said, very inclusive. Across the board, I'm, yeah. Yeah, across the board. So I've, I, had some, I had someone on the spectrum. I've had someone who's deaf. I've had some others who are blind. I've had some mental health advocates. Heck, one time, I'll be honest, I had an ex-convict. What sort of learnings like, do you get from these people? Is there, are there consistent themes? Like, because obviously each and every one of them have gone through their own version of you know, some limitations that other people may, may have put on themselves or that they've put on themselves. Is there anything that sort of stands out that you've learned and you think, wow, I could, I could use that, I could implement that in my life? Well, I'll tell you this. Each one has a different story, so it's mm. hard to tell with one person as a whole but as a whole like well with each well not with each person as a whole with all of them as a whole but with each person it shows you that no matter what you go through you can find success at the end of the tunnel yeah period what is, what is the end of the tunnel the end of the tunnel basically is just where you're successful and you went from being in on the bottom of the food chain to where i was where all you see is black and white like in silent films, next thing you go, you go back to now and you see color and you see great action sound movies in the sense. Kind mm. of a unique analogy there, but that's what I see it as. Yeah. I want to take you back to your sophomore year because I remember you were, you were saying about your turning point came then pretty much. That's when you sort of started to step into the person that you are, the person that you wanted to be. If there's someone listening at the moment who's having a bit of a hard time at school, and it doesn't matter what it is, it doesn't matter what, what they're going through, but you know they're having a hard time and they're wanting to turn it around as well, what advice could you give them? Well, I would have to say you need to find an outlet. Whether that outlet is a school subject, whether that outlet is when you get home and eating Twinkies, I mean, I'm just assuming that, I don't know. But yeah. find an outlet... Period. Whether it is from the Twinkies or from trying to just 
work on your podcast every day after your class. That's what I did from my sophomore, junior, senior year is every day after school, I come and work on the podcast after and after media club too. I again, work on the podcast or find something to do. I yeah. think I'm a very type of personality, a person where in my eyes, I can't be bored. Like I'm mm. the type of guy who likes to do something. Yeah. I think we all get inspired Like when we're doing something that we feel like we're contributing to it, to a greater cause bigger than us. I think that, well, really it lights us up from inside. So I think, it, and that can be applicable with anything. So yeah, I think it's great that what you're doing and, and, and you've just started something that who knows where it's going to go. Like, where do you think this is going to go? Like five years, 10 years. Well, where do you see yourself, I, man? Yeah. I always joke around and say, ask me in five years and we'll talk again because yeah. The reason being is I know it's a joke, but all kidding aside, I like to take this one day at a time because tomorrow, heck, I don't know where I'll be. Yeah. You know, this could be go back to the hobby. It could be the nonprofit. It could be the same. It could take me to Mexico. I mean, I don't know. It's just one day at a time because this is so very much unexpected and still unexpected, but I don't know what the next day will bring me. Yeah, that's a good answer, man. So staying present, understanding that each day is a new day and just taking it as it comes, yeah? Yeah, because you never know. Tomorrow yeah. may not come for me. Yeah. Might or not come for, for anyone. Well, I missed that. What was that? I said, or for you or for yeah, anyone. Yeah, that's right. It's so true, man. Yeah, so true. You mentioned as well that one of your biggest traits before you sort of crossed over and, and stepped into your own personality or, or person was you are a people pleaser you know do you still do you care what anyone thinks do you still have that when you're doing the podcast or do you worry about what other people are going to think about the podcast or the way you come across or anything like that because it's human nature to to sometimes think gee i wonder if they like me i wonder if i'm coming across a certain way is it something that crosses your mind at all no not okay. when it comes to the podcast because this is my pocket. This is what I choose to do. I mean, if you want to go back to Hugh, Hugh Fitz, a few hits in there, okay. It's still mine. I'm doing it. Yeah. And, I mean, case in point, my latest episode, I mean, I'm not saying it's not doing bad, bad, but it hasn't gotten as much as I was hoping for. Mm. But I'm like, okay, you don't enjoy it. That's your problem. That's a you problem. That's a that's not a yeah. you problem. I know that's not kind of defensive. But it's my podcast. I chose to put her on my show for a reason, and it was my reason. I think I did a good job doing it. You don't like yeah. that episode, don't listen to it, or don't check it out. I'm not going to take it personal. A, yeah. Yeah. And B, yeah. I, my friend, enjoyed the episode myself. Yeah. That's awesome, man. Have you changed it much from when you started? I've been talking to someone here. I've just started. I'm like 20 episodes in, so it's still pretty early for me. And, you know, I'm just trying to find my style you know like have you grappled with that do you have a certain thing that you've evolved with now or has it changed over time do you think for you yeah i think i made autism rocks and rolls i mean it was always a resource back then but i didn't make it my own i mean i feel like like season one the start of it it was just saying the same old stuff and saying some of the new stuff i say but it's very monotone and sound kind of boring and basic now I have energy. Now I have 
some new material I can share. I can make this, I can make it interesting. And have you just learned that through your own experience or have you had people like mentors help you around you who have established a brand and have their own podcasts? Oh, I'd say it's a little bit of both. I yeah. think I learned that through just experience, but also I think I have an editor who listens to the podcast before it comes out and we take those ads very seriously. She said, I mean, they say, that's what she said, uh, but she said, don't repeat, don't be repetitive. Yeah. Okay, I haven't been repetitive for a while or try to slow down. That's a still work in progress because, yep, I'll admit, I'm a very fast talker. I don't Are know you... if you can tell or not. Yeah. But... <laughs> You've got I'm a lot of energy, man. Right. Hey, a lot of energy. It's good. And um, I would also say that one other critique is sometimes you talk over too much. Okay, I'm working on that to this day still. Yeah. So, yeah, I mean, I definitely hear them out, but I also got to understand that I have my reasons why I do it. I'm going to do my mm. best to stop it. Believe me, I really do. Yeah. Uh, but I'm just going to work at it still. You know, I'm no, I'm no ex- podcast expert. Yeah, neither am I, my friend. Neither all, am I. all I am is just a guy trying to yeah. do some good. Yeah. And share stories that I'm hoping either A, no one else will have to go through, or B, to share the information of what I had to go through so that others don't go through it or they can prevent it. Yeah. How does someone prevent it? Have you can you answer that? Like is there is there a way? Is there one thing? Is it a number of things? Is it does it matter who they've got around them as well? Like do they have to worry about who their circle is around them? Like advocate, their friends that advocating for us. When you see it's happening, step yeah. in. That's honestly what the best thing you do because I know everyone in this set will not like my podcast. I knew that from the get-go. Yeah. But there'd be some who did like it and would take some information from it, hopefully. Mm. So my my idea is advocating to prevent it is when you see it is happening, stop caring about yourself and care about us. I know I'm saying, oh, we're very selfish. No, it's just like, I just think no one deserves to go through some of the stuff I had to go through. I don't think no one has to go. I don't think anyone should go through exclusion. I don't think anyone should have to go through a conversation with multiple people and then feeling feeling very scared right when they leave the conversation. I don't think no one in this world should have to deal with sometimes our sensory issues. I don't think I should have to deal with the wet t-shirt. Mm. Yeah, that's a good I mean, answer, man. I know it exists and there's things we can't do to stop it from happening but there are ways to where we can get help yeah so advocating is the my idea to answer your question yeah okay do you have a tight circle around you are you careful sort of who you let into your circle do you have a big circle like how do you how do you define the friendships in your life at the moment oh lordy man i'll tell you i'm very picky yeah very very picky i have four i'll tell you i have four things i judge it on I judge it on academics. And so that's your one category I judge it on. I judge it on your, I, this is kind of like one in like one, like the one category, like behavior, maturity, and niceness, I guess you call it. So yeah. I got like being in. Third is your background life, like your life, like your home. I mean, I hate being judging on it, but it's hard to not go into, go into a house going to a situation where you don't want to be 
Mm. So I'm very picky on background. And fourth is reliability, because if you don't have reliability, I don't think I can hang out with you because it just give me too much, put too much stress on my plate to where, oh, is he going to come to this? Is he not going to go to this? Mm. And if you, honestly, if you pass three out of the four, you're in. And I think you're a candidate. And then we see where it takes us. Yeah, that's a good answer, man. That's good. Most people I speak to who are successful at anything, and obviously I, I classify you as someone that's successful, you're building a brand and you're creating awareness, and that's that's part of success for me. But most of these people have a small circle. like They're very, very careful who they let in, and they've got high standards. Yeah, I mean, I had to. I mean, basically, because no opportunities was given to me, I chose to make my own opportunities. So in a sense, I decided to build my own foundation to give myself success. And thankfully, and luckily, my success route is me me getting to help others. But I wouldn't care if it did because I would still have to build my own success. But I'm very thankful each day that I get to go help someone. Have you had people reach out to you thanking you for your work and what you've been able to do and their and your contribution to their life? Do you get messages or has anyone reached out to you personally to just acknowledge some of the hard work and effort that you've put into creating the movement? It's here and there. I would say that it's happened a couple of times. I know that for a fact, but usually me just make the first contact, but it does happen, happen, happen here and there on an occasion i have i actually had a friend who the other day um when was it the light the latest episode i told her about it was either a couple ones i don't remember it was a while back ago but it definitely was my friend who i've known since my sophomore year during my time in the change and she actually uh acknowledged my work i'll probably keep her name nameless just out of respect but yeah she ever checks us out definitely a huge shout out to her but yeah. definitely um yeah, I get some acknowledgement. Oh, that's cool, man. What else do you do? Do you have any other interests? Like, obviously, you're a pretty focused individual, and it seems like you're very driven to working on this movement, but is there anything else you do when you take time away from it that sort yeah, of I mean, I, helps you? Yeah. I mean, I got a life that doesn't – I'm not focused on the podcasting all the time. I mean, I enjoy the great outdoors. I'm a very type of person who wants to swim. Um, what else? I like professional wrestling. Loved that since I was six years old. Yeah. Big rock and roll music. I like listening to music. I have two big cane, cane corsos out there that I'll definitely play around with and pet and just hang out on the great outdoors. I think I was sometimes, I think, not to born to be an indoor breed. I question that sometimes, but I'm also a very adventurous person. Like, I'm, I'm like adventurous. I like to travel. Like to go zip lining, sky not want to go skydiving, money jumping. I can't convince my parents though. Mm. Good lord, trying to do that still, but just adventures. And I know I love escape rooms, not because I get to think, because I'm also the type of person who likes to think, but I see escape rooms as adventurous because, yeah, it's kind of a room, but you don't know what room and you have to escape it. And it's just different rooms and you're trying to solve a puzzle while kind of seeing a event, like seeing a room that's kind of funny you see a, an adventure sort of in the room like you're thinking gosh i can make my own escape room in my own house yeah 
We've got them here as well. I've never actually been. I've heard they're good. I've got a couple of little kids. I might actually take them. I've heard it's really cool. Like to, it, it's fun. Yeah. Do you want to take them with your family, brother? Yeah. I mean, they're. Yeah. It's definitely fun to do because because then you're hot and then afterwards like oh wait a minute you you feel you feel stupid at the end of it but it's like a funny type of stupid. It's not yeah. like oh you're stupid. oh it's yeah. like oh wow I didn't think of that. Still crazy me. Yeah, and no, I heard they're pretty cool. Hey, who was your favorite wrestler as a kid? Oh, Mick Foley, the guy I had on. How did you get him on? Because I saw that in your in your bio, and I thought, wow, that's he's pretty high profile. He would be as high profile as well anyone that um, I'd say has been on your podcast. Would you say that? Yeah, I would say so. Well, I think he, I think there's two reasons why he did it. One, he has a son on the spectrum, so I think okay. he understands like the autism spectrum itself and why it's hard for us to maybe get potential guests but two i think i had i had some connections through yep. other wrestling podcasts and they helped me out a little bit and i'm on a thankfully i'll be honest i'm on a mental health radio mental yep. health network radio that you're more than welcome to check out and um i get to be on that and i got to meet i got to meet fully through um her through through the network lady and the wrestling podcast that's amazing man what a story that is that's like a childhood hero that you've got on your podcast that's that's pretty amazing so how did it go i haven't actually listened to it but were you, were you happy with it did it go well and, have, and do you oh, get yeah. to stay in touch with him like do you i was very, you... I was very, I was very happy with it. yeah yeah we have his email that's awesome man i don't think i'm gonna give it though just because i don't yeah. I don't, I'm not going to give it because of just privacy. And I think, yeah, of I course. think people, I think I get a manable flaw if I did. So, yeah. So, no on that, but it went really well. I did have only 30 minutes with him, but it was still, I killed it out of the park for any others. And funny thing, though, is after the interview, a while back ago, next month, he was going to be in Bloomington doing a comedy show. Mm. So, we had to get tickets, of course. And he literally called me out of the audience and, because he saw our shirts, because we were wearing Autism Rocks and Rolls shirts. Yep. And he said, Autism Rocks and Rolls. He's like, wait a minute. Take off the mask. Like, oh, hey, buddy. And then we also got meet and greets and had a nice little chat with him. So, but it's kind of funny. I got to meet him four times previously. I met him yep. once at a meet and greet when I wasn't doing podcasting, just just here and out and there. Um, I got to meet him while trying to get him on the show, because we had like a brief meeting with him again. Yeah. On an interview and then literally after the interview. So yeah, we're buddies. Do you still watch wrestling to this day? You still into it? Yep. Yep. Do you reckon still it's watch Raw and SmackDowns? I try to do it on the weekends though because I still try to do it on the weekends because of the yeah. commercials. I would rather fast forward to the commercials where I can just record and go, okay, not to deal with you. Do you reckon it's as good? today as it was like when you know you had mankind foley you had the rock and you had these guys sort of they had this big rivalry back then is it still around today think, like did they have this rivalry like they did back then i would say so i think i think each era has its own perks and cost to it as i studied it and watched it but yeah there's definitely some good rivalries on there i mean with with I think 
with certain with us with one of the people dropping out i won't name names i think mm. there are gonna be more people getting a, more people getting a chance to being champion yeah than when the previous guy was in charge yep i want to ask you a question about i know you said you're not thinking too far ahead like five years ten years or anything like that but do you have do you have an idea how many lives you want to impact? Like, have you set a number at all? Like, are you a numbers guy like that, where you've you've written a goal, or are you a goal orientated guy? Do you set goals for yourself that might be business orientated, personal goals? Do you do anything like that? I know what you mean. You know, I have I thought of that before, and I made the ultimate conclusion that it's a low number, but I'll explain mm. why in a minute. One, one person because I'm a very easy type of person to please yeah. as well. I mean, yeah. I'm not a people pleaser, but I please easily. So I guess you could say I have low expectations. But I told you, I wanted to make some differences in this life or a difference. Keyword being without the S, with the S out there. So if one person is is having a difference in their life because of me, mm-hmm. that's enough for me. That's awesome. If it's yeah. differences, that's great. I'm happy with it. I'm still happy with the differences. But if, even if, if it's a difference, I'm happy. Zero, we have an issue, I'll be honest. But one or two or more, I mean, really one or more, happy with that. Yeah. Do you feel like you're living on purpose? Do you think this is why you're here, to do what you're doing? Maybe. I mean, that's hmm. good. I mean, I feel, I don't know. I mean, I'm hoping that, but kind of my hobby i mean i yep. think i i think we kind of found each other i think podcasting found me i think i found podcasting yeah i just want to ask you one more question man because the podcast well, my podcast has a theme of people overcoming limitations stepping into themselves and putting part or getting past some of those constraints that they put on themselves some of the beliefs and really stepping into their own potential so like just to finish off what does it mean for you to have limitless potential? It, it means that I can just be free. And I wasn't free for basically 15 years of my life. Mm. I'm still trying to get back those 15, lot, 15 years of being free. And the feeling, of, the feeling of actual freedom, I mean, I've had freedom when I was born, but having feeling freedom for just being less restricted on my feelings and less restricted on who I talk to and less restricted on being around those who don't understand me. It feels weird because I'm not used to it, but it's, it's all right. It's, it's definitely a better feeling than what I felt probably 15 years ago or five years ago. Yeah, that's a good answer, man. We're going to put the links in the show notes for your podcast, but if people want to find you, if they want to reach out to you, are you open to that? And if so, how's the best way people can actually you know, reach out to you personally if they've got a message or they might have a question? Yeah, I got I got you back on that. So um, you can find me on, I use YouTube a lot, but I also have a website, autismrocksandrolls.com. That's yep. kind of where everything is. And your favorite media platform is probably there. And let me put it this way. If you think I'm on there, I'm on there. And honestly, if you just Google search autism rocks and rolls, something will probably pop up. It has with me at least. Nah, awesome. 
Sam, thanks a lot, man. Thanks for sharing your story. Thank you so much for listening, guys. If you got value from this, please give us a like and a subscribe. And also share this with someone who you think may benefit having listened to it as well. I wish you all the very best in chasing what is your own version of your limitless potential.